This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our morning 8am series, the Arsenal News Show on the Raw Reactions series. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box. Uh, Morning to Matt, to John. Um, Feeling... I feel okay. I did negative test yesterday, and uh, so that's good. It's positive, ironically, um, that it was negative. However, you know that could quickly change. Uh, doing daily tests, I would be I would be surprised if it doesn't change in the next couple of days. I feel like there's like you know I'm I'm not coughing or anything, but I, there's a little bit of a sore throat in the morning. Um, still very much isolating away from the other half, who's you know trapped in the uh, spare room right now. Uh, I, I, not against her will or anything, <laughs> but uh, she's isolating in there and uh, uh, waiting on her hand and foot right now with meals and uh, everything else of the like. Uh, but uh, yeah, staying safe, staying well as much as possible. But again, uh, it's it's my throat that's the main issue at the moment. But I say tested negative yesterday evening. We'll be doing another test uh, this evening. And uh, we'll just keep you posted whether or not there's a show tomorrow. But thank you for tuning in for today. It may not be as long of a show because, again, trying to rest my voice as much as possible. But uh, I didn't want to let you down again uh, with not having a show. So here we are. And good morning to to Matt and to Tony and to Mike and to Martin and to Anthony as well. John T in the chat box, Daniel Robert, um, Marcus, Marius, Stevie, MCPE. Uh, Jonathan, Olu, Thracian King, Mark Sampson, David, Bradley. Good morning to all of you guys. Paul Harvey, GGTV for you. Ivor, uh, which reminds me of Ivor the Engine uh, for some reason, which is a show I watched when I was very young. Uh, MFB, uh, Dennis, uh, Mick, Rath, Scotty, Pablo. Good morning to everybody and so many more of you too. Sorry I can't say good morning to everybody, but uh, hope you're doing well. Do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already and subscribe to the guna talk to make sure you keep up with all of the content on the channel uh, and make sure you're also subscribed over on the arsenal way we uploaded our our six aside video yesterday so if you want to see uh myself and bailey making absolute fools of ourselves more me to be honest a lot more me to be fair but if you want to see me make me making a fool of myself 
then do go over and uh, and give that show a, a watch because it's a good it's it's a lot of fun. Um, anyway, moving on to uh, our charity, of course, that we're supporting in every show. Uh, Vinny, let me know that we are edging closer to helping to reach the ten thousand pound target. So close now. Link in the description to Vinny's runners five kilometers every single day in January, going forward into February now as well, um, helping Vinny battle this horrible situation that he's got. But he's He's battling bloody yards and it's uh, it's becoming very much worth it. So thank you for all the continued support. And if you'd like to show your own, um, click on the link in the description and go and support Macmillan Cancer Support. Um, moving on to the stories of yesterday that I put out and today, this morning as well. Did a piece talking about how Ralph Ranić's situation with the supposed divide in the Manchester United dressing room can be solved using some of Mikel Arteta's tactics. Did another piece about uh, how I felt about Josh Kroenke's absence from the Arsenal fans forum, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about towards the end of the show. And then this morning went out a piece about how Manchester City have stolen Savio away from Arsenal, a young, exciting Brazilian talent, and kind of highlighting again the lack of Brazilian starlets that have been able to be secured by Arsenal. We've missed out on a few so far and uh, Savio is just the next one in a growing list of those. So a few pieces to check out. Link to my page is uh, in the Football London website is in the description as always. Uh, we kick off though with some positive news for our American and well North American I suppose because our Canadian listeners as well, possibly even our South American listeners too will be able to travel in I'm sure. Uh, to go and see Arsenal play their pre-season friendlies in America. Negotiations are underway for matches ahead of the 22-23 season to be played in America. Not confirmed whether or not this will take place in the brand new SoFi Stadium in LA, but uh, it looks likely that Arsenal will, of course, be uh, getting involved with uh, the American footballing, or soccer scene, we should say. But uh, that looks like where the pre-season is going to take place for this summer. William Zaliba won his third uh, French Liga Player of the Month for Marseille. Uh, fantastic season from him so far. We did a show dedicated to him uh, a couple of days ago. So if you haven't watched that update from uh, our good friend Ben at the Marseille View, make sure you've gone and watched that. But he's doing fantastically well and won yet another award in the team. Great loan spell this is. Amanda Broja is now, uh, as we know, linked with Arsenal, but also being linked with the move to Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund. So plenty of uh, interest in the Southampton striker on loan from Chelsea right now. Very, very interesting where he will end up in the summer, but continually being linked with plenty more teams as the days go on. So we'll have to wait and see in the summer where Chelsea end up either keeping him or selling him on, but Arsenal are said to have an interest in him, but Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund now also interested in Borussia. Uh, now, this is an interesting one. Stuttgart's left wing-back Sosa uh, is a new player on my books. In fact, I don't know much about the guy at all. He plays at left wing-back for Stuttgart, which is a little bit strange, but supposedly Arsenal are amongst a number of teams that are looking at the player. <clears throat> I don't know why Arsenal would be going in for a 24-year-old left-back, to be honest, whilst we've got Kieran Tierney and whilst we've got Nuno Tavares. But he's got five assists and two goals in 20 matches playing at left-back for Stuttgart this season. Uh, regarding kind of where he came through, he joined the club in 2018 from Dinamo Zagreb. Uh, and he's been continuing to develop at Stuttgart, obviously before Sven Mizentat, I think, joined. So you can't really 
use him as any kind of uh, argument in this as to why they brought him in and have done so well yet again. But Sosa has been linked with a move to Arsenal. But again, I find this a bit odd uh, considering we've already got Tierney and Nuno Tavares. The only one, the only way this would make sense is if either of those two was to leave the club. But again, not sure that's likely in the upcoming summer window either. Uh, interestingly, Arsenal again linked with a move for Latalo Martinez of Inter Milan. Didn't really manage to get into the game against Liverpool last night. And whilst has continued to play well in Inter Milan's title, uh, not just defending title season, but they're going for the title again in Serie A uh, and fighting along with AC Milan right now, he has continued to do fairly well. Doesn't look... I mean, I think Lukaku was always going to be a brilliant foil to kind of his um, his characteristics. But, you know, alongside Jacko and the other forwards there too, he's been able to continue onwards. But Arsenal being linked to him, I still see this as very fanciful. I, I just don't think that Inter Milan would sell him. And he only signed a new deal with Inter Milan last summer. So if you were to sign him, Inter could charge pretty much what they want. And I think that you'd be able to get strikers as good or can be even better in the future for significantly less money than what it would take to get Latara Martinez out of Inter Milan. But the link coming out of Calcio Mercato is that Arsenal are interested in signing Martinez in the summer transfer window. And finally, our main story of the day is the Arsenal fans forum that took place not last night, but the evening before. And the details came out from yesterday. We don't have a full rundown of the minutes as of yet. Whether or not that will be released, we don't know. Sometimes they release them, sometimes they don't. Um, but very uh, thankful to Peter Hurst, uh, who is or Hurst, uh, who is the Denmark. Uh, I think he's the Denmark vice president uh, for Arsenal Denmark and admin. Uh, he is indeed, and uh, he very thankfully provided all of uh, the highlights of what he believed were the highlights from the fans' forum. So uh, let me get up uh, his tweet just so we can have a look and you can see them on your screen as well. Make sure you go and give Peter a follow, a very good follow on Twitter. Um, here's an update from the fans' forum last night. Vinay, the new signings have settled in really well. Really disappointed to go out so well in the FA Cup. Carabao Cup was much better, but still frustrating to get knocked out. Uh, we are in well. We are well in contention for the European places. We have got a really good chance of getting top four, and that's what we're fighting for. So, kind of that first real confirmation at the club. We know that I want to be in top four, but a, a bit of a confirmation about that being a target for the season. Continuing on, he says a lot of rebuilding was done in the summer. There are plans to strengthen the club further this coming summer. We have a very clear <clears throat> plan. I'm not a big fan of the January window. We were focused on seeing it uh, or seeing if any of the things we wanted to do this summer could be brought forwards. We were active in a number of uh, conversations. In the end, it didn't prove possible. Everybody's comfortable with what we have. We looked at both permanent and loans. If somebody could make a difference for us, but none of them made sense to get this club back where it needs to be. We need to make as many right decisions as possible. Can and can. <laughs> we need to make as many right decisions as possible as we can and we need to be very disciplined there we go that's why it makes sense on the women's side we had a pretty active window renewed Leah Williamson uh, brought in three players who've had a couple of successful games at the Emirates this season and we're planning to have the North London derby in March there as well Jack Wilshere is training with the first team he's also doing a lot of work with Pear in the academy and there are no plans to integrate him into the first team but it's fantastic to have him around so there's your confirmation if you were ever wondering whether Jack Wilshere would be playing for Arsenal again 
not looking likely. Um, so apologies if that was something you were really hoping for. In regards to the big stadium investments that's going to happen, uh, they're looking at repairing and replacing the roof, replacing the banners outside the stadium, which fan groups are working on. So that's the... Um, when you go to the Emirates, you've probably seen this on your social feeds, um, but you've got like the player standing back to back, the murals behind the badges and the Emirates logo as well. They're looking to be replaced. When the when the stadium first went up, they weren't there. Um, and I remember there was one time when we released that yellow away kit. They had the uh, the English, the British core. I remember having as part of that too. So they do change, and they're looking to change again, which I think gives an opportunity to really update the stadium because they have such a big part of the exterior. So I think replacing those, still like them, but I think replacing those with something more modern would definitely make the place look, uh, from the exterior anyway, a lot better. Uh, they're looking at replacing the banners. Uh, they're looking at replacing the stadium crests, upgrading the, and replacing all the turnstile readers. If you've ever been to a game at Arsenal, trying to get in there at kind of the last 20 minutes before kickoff, maybe even before that, probably half an hour before kickoff can sometimes be a struggle because it takes so long to get in. Um, they're also re- looking at replacing the light boxes, uh, both of the big screens as well. If Again, if you've ever been to the stadium, sometimes it's really difficult to try and interpret from certain angles what's actually going on on the replay screen. They are not the best quality in 2022 anymore. Uh, increase in general admission perch spaces, however, uh, is not something that will go down well. And in development with no committed timeline yet is the replacing of the PA system and an increase of mobile connectivity. You cannot get a mobile signal unless you have witchcraft going on uh, in the stadium. So uh, that's something. I see a comment in the chat box from Henry Gunnar saying, I'm hoping they replace the seats. I don't think the seats don't necessarily need replacing. They just need a significant clean. Like it's really dirty and you can barely read sometimes what seat numbers are. So I don't think you necessarily need to replace them, but they do um, They do need maintenance. That is for absolutely sure. Um, he continues on by saying, please do keep feeding back. Um, we are listening. We are trying to prioritize the projects that are important to our fans. If there is anything missing, please let us know. We are looking to see if there is a way that we can put solar panels on the roof as well um we then go on to conversations with mark ganella about the amazon documentary he says the way that the club behaves will be portrayed in an incredibly powerful way and that was always the main reason why we signed up for this to show the world how this amazing machine called arsenal works it will give everybody an insight that they have hitherto never had i'm looking forward to the documentary absolutely this is me speaking not mark ganella um I'm looking forward to it. I think it will provide some insight. I think it will be done through Arsenal tinted glasses. Don't get me wrong, but I am looking forward to seeing more. There is nothing other than love and admiration for Arsene Wenger, says Mark Ganella. He is always welcome here. There aren't any plans, however, for a formal role for him, which isn't surprising, to be honest. It sounds a bit contradictory, but uh, I'm not surprised that's the case right now. Um, And to be honest, when I watched the Arsene Wenger documentary, I didn't feel as though the passion from Wenger is there to return either. So, I mean, I'm not too fussed about him not having a role at the club at the moment. But I'd more than happy to see him if he gets that passion back for the club to see him involved in some way. There was quite a discussion about Arsenal's partnership with Socios, says Peter. As one rep said, there is nothing about Socios that I think represents what I believe the Arsenal represents. The fact that our name is linked to them makes me absolutely sick. Now, I am out of the know, uh, or yeah, out of the know (laughs) regarding what Socios really is, about what crypto really is. I really am not into any of it or all of it. Um, 
So I'm not going to sit here and try and make any kind of judgment or pretend I've gone into any like detail about research into it because I just don't know. I haven't got the time for it, to be honest. And people might say, what? How can you have the time for it? It's so lucrative, all of that. But I just don't. Um, Hugh, Hugh is here and his pals do on their podcast. But I just, yeah, I can't get my head around it, to be fair. So uh, I will defer to the Arsenal fans that have done their research and feel like it is an absolutely ridiculous thing to be associated with. So... You know, there we go. This concerns me a lot, says Peter. I'm worried that Arsenal don't take our objection to socios seriously. It left me quite disappointed. That is obviously my opinion, but I can't write this without mentioning it. Fair play. Have your opinion, mate. Um, the meeting went on for almost two and a half hours, so many more things were talked about, but these were my highlights. The next meeting will probably be around the end of the season, and Josh Kroenke should be at that meeting. And that's kind of where I wanted to finish um this kind of topic and discussing this is because josh wasn't at the fans forum and whilst he was with the uh, well we uh, appeared at a meeting with the fan advisory board ahead of the super bowl i was very disappointed to find out that josh Kroenke was not at the fans forum this is the first fans forum of the year it's the first fans forum after the super bowl win yes only a few days later but for me it's a real missed opportunity by josh to kind of make a bit of a statement if it was anything to do with scheduling and let's say the super bowl has kind of blocked that and let's be real it probably has um and the fallout from that has probably stopped him from attending then postpone it reschedule the the fans forum to make sure that you can be there it was a real chance i thought for josh to be there and turn up and make a statement in his presence uh especially after the super bowl win to kind of make a statement about how arsenal ranks in terms of priorities and we were told that he would be attending at least one of the three fans forums throughout the year and yes he hasn't broken any kind of promise by not turning up because the expectation is that he'll be at the next one at the end of the season. But it would have been a real statement and message sent to the fans and, you know, to give us a bit of commitment that he's up for turning up for more. He's up for making true on these promises about building bridges with fans. And I don't think it should be an absolute minimum to commit to two and a half hours of discussions with the fans forum in 365 days a year. I'm sorry, but it's pitiful. It's not enough. And it doesn't prove that the ambition is there. Turning up for the fans advisory boards prior to the Super Bowl, respect for that granted. But you had a real chance to show back-to-back showings in, in fan settings. And the fan forum is something that existed prior to the, the full takeover in 2018. So it would have, as I say, a number of times made a statement for me. So that was a disappointment. And I spoke with Peter, uh, who, has to, who uh, published the information and, you know, he did outline that he will be at the next one and he's committed to attend once of these a season. Um, and I did make out kind of my thoughts about was just disappointed that he didn't show a bit more proactivity and stuck to the minimum after the January window. I mean, the January window disappointed a lot of people, despite me having my own thoughts about the January window and why it wasn't the worst January window in the world. I think a lot of people quite rightly have questioned why we didn't look to strengthen and that there were players that moved in the January window that could have strengthened us. Um, and I think that maybe it would have been a great example to see what he would have uh, said about that during a, a time where there are a lot of questions flying about. So we'll wait and see. Um, anyway, let's. Uh, Kim says, I highly recommend reading some articles by Filippo Clare on the matter or tweets and stories by The Ugly Game. Uh, I will absolutely check that out, Kim. Thank you. If you, if anyone knows where I can find that, I know I can just go on to Filippo Clare, but I have to scroll down his whole feed and stuff. But if you have it to hand and you want to send me a DM with that information on Twitter or on Instagram, 
please do. Um, and I will absolutely check it out. Anyway, let's go on. We've been going for 18 minutes. Wow, this flew by. I'm still going to answer some of your questions, though. Uh, so don't worry. Let's do that now. And uh, yeah, get them into the chat box and we'll go through as many of them as possible. Okay, let's jump into the chat then and see what you guys are saying. Let's scroll up um, a little bit more. Uh, good morning to everybody. Uh, throwing in your good mornings that I didn't say good morning to earlier on. Thank you so much, guys, as always, uh, for tuning in. Uh, question from Rahil. Uh, Tom, what's your plan for double game week 26 in FPL? If I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> I have a plan to get back into uh, contention. I think I'm what? Am I in the top 20 still? I don't know if I'm in the top 20 for uh, the, the Members League, but uh, I need to get back into things for real, that's for sure, because it's not been good. It's not been a good season. The ironic thing is, is that in our league where I'm like, what, 20th or something, um, and in our fan brands league with Football London, I think I'm like third in that league. In our lads chat from my home, like my, my friends from where I live, I'm bottom of our table of, of six or seven people. Like the, the quality in my lads league is insane. Um, <laughs> they are ridiculously good. A friend of mine finished, I think, in the top 10,000 uh, a couple of seasons ago. Uh, not, or maybe even last season. Or, I think it was two seasons ago now. But yeah, like they're ridiculously good. And I really need to step up my game. So fingers crossed I can. But I've got a bit of a plan. But I'm not revealing any of it to anyone. Um Olu says, hey, Tom, did you see Conte's interview with uh, Being Sports Sky Italia yesterday? Lukaku-esque. Yes, I did. I enjoyed it very much. And to be honest, it confirmed every single doubt that we've ever had about him taking on that Spurs job. He's not happy to be there. He's kind of doing it almost as a bit of a favour to Tottenham. That's how it feels. It feels like he's doing them a favour more than anything. And I... I really doubt he will actually see out the full length of his contract. Maybe there's come some kind of break clause in it for him in the summer if they don't achieve what they want out or they want to set out to achieve. I'd be shocked to see him there again next season, but we'll see if he is. Uh, MFB says, I'm confused about Saliba. Will he ever play for Arsenal? Yeah, the hope is and the intention is, as far as we're aware, that he will return next summer. And I think the loan's been a great move for him. I think it's been fantastic to get him playing regularly. He wasn't really playing too much prior to this loan. He had that six months at Nice. He had some time in the under-23s and then he was playing at Saint-Étienne the season before. And he got injured and then the league got finished early. Uh, and people always kind of bring up the, the Fafana thing. Uh, by the way, people bring up the Fafana thing without really of watching him at Leicester. They watched the highlights of his performance and say he was amazing in his first season when actually, you know, he was inconsistent and he had some really good performances. He also had some very average performances. Um, but I think that what we've done with Saliba is we've been able to bring him back, hopefully now anyway, much better. Apologies for the sneeze. Uh, Ray, I think I muted myself that time, so I probably caught it. Ray says, not Arsenal related, but football related. Why do you think, uh, why do you look like Xhaka in a six-a-side team? Oh, God, mate, I'm not dynamic at all. I mean, I'll comment on other players' dynamism all the time, but I am not dynamic by any stretch of the imagination. Plus, I am really unfit at the moment, <laughs> and I need to get a lot fitter for my wedding, uh, which is coming up in August. So as soon as the weather picks up a bit, and I'm back healthy again, I will be going out and doing the 5Ks. So hopefully, 
I'll, you'll be able to see a progression in the six aside highlight clips, Ray. And you'll be able to comment on, wow, look how much Tom moves more than he used to. <laughs> you'll be able to do like a side-by-side -side tactical breakdown on my improvement. But yeah, don't worry. The fitness is something I'm going to be working on. Uh, Joshua says, hey, Tom, any more news on the new midfielder for the summer transfer? Not at the moment. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing at all. Uh, Richard says, do you think that if Daniel Ek brought us, we would have made signing in January? Who knows, Richards? I don't know. Um, I, I'm not fussed about us not bringing anyone in um, because if we had have done, there would have been no guarantee that they would have been good enough. I do think there were players that moved in January like Bruno Gimaraes or Arthur Cabral that could have helped us. But, you know, the fact that we didn't we didn't panic by someone, I think that's a good step for us. And it shows that we're being a little bit more careful uh, and a more thought out anyway. So there you go. I'm 13th in FPL, 44 off Ojo. You can do it. Fingers crossed. Uh, it's not bad. I thought I was worse off in the table than 13th. Uh, there is about, I don't know how many there is. Uh, there's a solid amount of people in that league. So, uh, And if you want to join our main league, there is another uh, TGT Open League, not just for members. Uh, and there's like, in fact, I don't know. Like, let me get my phone up and see how many people are in those leagues because there is lots of people uh, that play in the TGT Fantasy League. Uh, the Discord Members League, we've got how many people are in this? 35 and I'm 13th. That's not bad. But in the TGT Fantasy League, we've got scrolling down scrolling down scrolling down 433 what's impressive <laughs> what's impressive about this is that there's someone at the bottom of the table that currently has minus 3010 points that's impressive that's and there's a friend of mine who actually plays in the league where the aim of fantasy is to be the bottom of the fantasy league that's incredible. Minus 3,010 points. Anyway, in this main league, I'm currently... I'm not even in the top 100. Wow, what is this? I'm 175th. Top of the TGT league is Lucas Binden uh, with top bins. <laughs> with 1,652. And very close behind him with fight and win Darren uh, Hewson. Uh, 1,651 points. Only one point behind top place uh that is that is very impressive i'm going to scroll down jasmeet singh i recognize his name uh 1618 points I'm trying to scroll down to see any other names that i recognize uh venkatesh uh 15 1588 so wow there is some impressive performances going on in the tgt fbl league that is for sure um did you ace is 450 of you watching and only seven likes is there only seven likes surely there's more than seven likes come on people hit that like button um marcus says will you be doing a tactical breakdown on bailey and tom just in case no top four and we get desperate <laughs> yeah absolutely uh i mean i'll be able to do a job for us uh right back uh no i wouldn't i've got absolutely zero uh i've got absolutely zero <laughs> chance of that whatsoever um yeah, hacked the dude. Someone's definitely been hacked uh, if they're talking about FPL because I've been doing awful in FPL. That is for damn sure. Um, 83 likes. Come on, guys. Let's get the lights up in the video. Olu says, Undombele was in the team of the week in Liga with his first week back. How big of a drop in quality, by the way, Liga and APL for centimids? It's not about that, mate. It's that Undombele has been completely misused at Tottenham. Goes to Leon, where he's known, knows what he's about. And goes in there and plays with freedom, plays with quality, plays with um, a responsibility. 
it's nothing to do with the quality of the leagues as to why Tanguy Ndombele suddenly stepped up. It's because he was so misused at Spurs. He never was able to do what he was able to do at Lyon prior to his move. Uh, Noel says, do you think Amari Hutchinson could get into the Arsenal squad next season? I mean, we've got to sign him up to a new deal first. Um, that's the biggest issue with Amari Hutchinson is that his deal's currently running down and there isn't long left on it. So there you go. Currently third in the league for the final push, uh, push says the Jude. Are you actually third in the league? Let's have a look. You are indeed, Chris. Third in the league, only three points off the top. So uh, best of luck, Jude, in uh, in trying to get there, that's for sure. Um, Charles says, when do you start supporting Arsenal? <laughs> when did I start? Uh, to be honest, you forget. I, I, could, I could give you an age, but I don't remember. I don't remember the age I started supporting Arsenal because for as long as I've... Definitely primary school because I remember having Arsenal shirts in primary school. Uh, Probably about seven, eight. Seven, eight years of age, probably. Um, it's when I found out my granddad was an Arsenal fan. So, yeah, back back then. So, yeah, probably around, yeah, just 99, just a very late 90s, early noughties uh, is when. So I was very lucky when I first started supporting Arsenal with what, what I had. And it's only gone down. <laughs> it's only gone downhill since then. Ranzi says, financially, we had a very bad year. Can we afford the transfer window? Yeah, look, everybody had a really bad year, Ranzi. Um, and, you know, Arsenal have taken out loans to try and deal with that. And that's going to make things worse financially for Arsenal. We need to start selling players a lot better than we currently are. We need to get back into the Champions League as well. There's a combination of factors that have led us... Um, there's been a combination of factors that have led us to be in this position and it sucks. It absolutely sucks, but uh, we need to be improving. And if we get into the Champions League, it's going to do a, it's going to be a big, big help financially towards us too. Paul says, are you worried that both Tommy Asu and Tini might be missing for Brentford? Uh, I'm worried to the extent that they're both good players, but I'm not worried to the extent that, you know, Cedric... I thought was really good against Wolves. I mean, for all my criticism of him, he was good against Wolves. And Nuno Tavares, I like. I like Nuno Tavares. Yes, he didn't have the best of games against Forest, But, you know, I think when he's combined with Smith-Rowe in particular on that side, as we saw it against Villa, we saw it against Watford, we saw it against Leicester, they combined excellently in those games. And it was unsurprising to see Smith-Rowe score and Tavares get involved very much so. So I'm not utterly diminished of hope if Tommy Asum and Tierney aren't ready because I think that Cedric and Tavares you know will be able to do a decent job and we've got enough quality in the side to be able to come through but Tommy Asu is back in training so fingers crossed we see it Arteta's press conference I think is also going to be today uh, I haven't had that confirmed but uh, I'm pretty sure in fact let me just have a check of uh, all the information to see if I can find out if it is today um, I'm not seeing anything come up in the planner yet but maybe it will be two days before it would make sense uh if you do want to watch his press conference that we always upload them to the arsenal way link to the channel it is in the description can we finish thirds i mean it's still mathematically possible dan and we'd need chelsea to to slip up a little bit more but uh who knows aim for the stars i say anyway we've been going for just under 30 minutes thank you so much guys for tuning in there might be another show this afternoon um i am conversing with kev next generation arsenal to talk about the arsenal youth team um and get an update on them but it depends on how i'm feeling a bit later on fingers crossed i'll be fine uh and fingers crossed there'll be another um fingers crossed there'll be another opportunity to do an 8am show tomorrow but i'll let you know how i'm feeling 
Um, but we're good at the moment. We're fine. Uh, press conference is Friday afternoon. Thank you for letting me know that. So there you go. You'll be able to watch that on the Arsenal way tomorrow afternoon then. It's weird how they're doing it so close to the games now. It's really strange. They used to give you a couple of days. But, you know, maybe we'll have better news about Tomiyasu by then. So fingers crossed. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you as per. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.